Morning. Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at the life of Peshwa Balaji Vishnath, often regarded as the second founder of the Maratha Empire. When one looks at the history of the Maratha Empire, the Peshwa era is one of the most significant ones, especially from Balaji Vishnath to Raghunath Rao, before Nana Padmanabhis effectively became the de facto power behind the throne. Technically speaking, Peshwa was equivalent to the Prime Minister of the Maratha Empire starting out as subordinates to the Chhatrapati. In later years, they became actual ruling power starting with Balaji Vishnath. Moratpatmangle Shivaji's revenue minister was the first ever Peshwa, though Shivaji referred to him as a Pant Pradhan. The rise of the Peshwa was more an effect of the internal conflict between Tarabai and Sahu, and the latter's victory saw him appointing Balaji Vishnath as a Peshwa. Often called as the second founder of the Maratha state, Balaji Vishwanath was the one who made the Peshwa all-powerful from mere prime minister to the main power center, as well as ensuring the hold of the Chitpapan province over the position primarily from the Konkan. He had to deal with the threat to the Maratha empire on two fronts. One was the deadly internal conflict between Tarabai and Sahu, and another the continuous assault by Arunajib. It was a crucial period with the empire was facing attack from both ends. Two noticeable aspects of Maratha history, while they had their own deadly internal rivalries, sometimes leading to a civil war, when it came to facing the Mughals or other Muslim rulers, they have more or less managed to counter them effectively except at Panipat. Another was a very important role played by women, be it Jijabai who guided Shivaji or Tarabai who took on Aurangzi but Ahliyabai Holkar. The women played an equally important role in the affairs of the kingdom. Balaji Vishnath was born in Srivas, the now in Raigad district, famous for its beach on January 1st, 1662. His family held the hereditary Deshmukh of Srivas, then for the Siddhis of Janjira. He worked for some time as an accountant general with Taraji Jadav, who in Jadav passed away. Balaji Vishnath had followed with his son Chandrarao Jadav and joined as an assistant to the newly appointed Maratha Emperor Shahu in 1707, who had heard of his abilities. It was a period when the Maratha Empire was engulfed in a bitter civil conflict between the families of Sambhaji and Rajaram for the throne. In spite of Sambhaji's brutal execution and the early death of Rajaram as widow, Tarabai continued to fight against the Mughals. While Tarabai continued her resistance to the Mughals, Shahu, the son of Sambhaji, was held as captive by Mughals till 1707. On the one hand, the long decade campaign exhausted Aurangzeb, who passed away in 1707, leading to another war of succession among his sons. Following Aurangzeb's death, the Mughal governor released Shahu, hoping to use him as a pawn against Tarabai, and considering no love was lost between them. Tarabai, on the other hand, denounced Shahu as an imposter and sent her general Janaji Chadav to attack him. However, Balaji Vishwanath is believed to have met Danaji Chadav and convinced his master to support Shahu. Danaji switched sides and proclaimed Shahu as the rightful successor, which in turn allows the jealousy of his son Chandrasen. Though Shahu appointed Chandrasen Jadav as Senavati, the latter joined hands with Tarabai to get even with his longtime rival Balaji Vishnath. Chandrasen attacked Balaji, who was forced to flee the fort of Purandar. Shahu brought back Balaji Vishnath under escort, and Chandrasen defected to Tarabai's side in 1711. Haibatra and Nambalka too defected to Tarabai's side, leaving Shahu totally vulnerable. It was at such a period that Balaji stood firmly with Shahu. Balaji Vishwanath was made the Senakarta and he soon put down Tarabai in a palace coup in 1712. With the help of disgruntled people in her own court that included Rajaram's other widow, Rajasbai, who wanted to see her son on the throne. He used Rajasbai and some other disgruntled elements to conduct a successful palace coup against Tarabai. And her son Shivaji II while installing Rajabai's son Sambhaji at Kohapur, effectively shutting out the opposition. Shahu now had to deal with Kanoji Angre, the Maratha admiral, who made use of the internal conflict to declare himself independent. 
Angre captured Kalya Kalyan Lohgad and defeated Bhairaji Pingle from Shaud since it subdued him. Balaji Vishnath once again negotiated with Angre at Lonavala, making an appeal to him for the larger Maratha cause. Angre agreed to support Shah, who because became the suckage of the Maratha Navy, adding full strength to the Maratha side. Angre, along with Balaji Vishnath, attacked the cities of Jinjira and captured the entire Konkan coast, which included Balaji's hometown Srivartham. Shah, who delighted with Balaji Vishnath's success, appointed him as the Peshwa in November 1713. On the other hand, post Aurangzeb's death, the Mughal Empire was caught up in its own internal power struggles. The Sayyid brothers Hussein Ali Khan and Abdullah Khan turning out to be the actual kingmakers, while the emperor was more or less a figurehead. The Mughal Emperor Farooq requested the Marathas for help against the growing influence of the Sayyid brothers, and unable to face the Maratha guerrilla tactics, Hussein Ali Khan was the governor of Deccan South to make peace with them. Palaji Vishwanath negotiated a priest treaty with the Mughals in 1780, demanding the right to Chauth and Sadbeshmukhi in all the Mughal provinces of the Deccan and restoring all territories conquered by Shivaji Maharaj in Karnataka. In return, the Marathas would acknowledge the suzerainty of the Mughal Emperor Farooq Shia, who however refused to sign the treaty and tried to get rid of the Sayyid brothers who promptly combined of the plot. The Sayyid brothers, aided by Balaji Vishnath, marched onto Delhi, where Farooq Shiyar was overthrown, blinded, and imprisoned. The Mughal emperor was now effectively a puppet of the Marathas, and Sayyid brothers, the downfall had begun. The once mighty Mughal emperor had effectively became a Maratha puppet, and in turn, actually paid 25% of the revenue in his chowth and another 10% his protection tax. Balaji Vishnath broke the back of the Mughals, which his son would take forward. He also secured the release of Shah's mother, Yesubai, and his wife, Savitri Bai, from Mughal captivity. The other conflict Balaji Vishnath had was with Sambhaji II of Kolhapur, which Sahu intended to bring under his control following the passing away of Sambhaji's regent Ramachandra Pandamatya in 1716. He had begun to attack Shahu with the help of his seminars with the Uday Chavan and Ishandra Thorat. While Shirovala was controlled by Chavan Thorat and sway over the Varana Valley while returning from Delhi, Balaji Vishnath launched an attack against Sambhaji, capturing the Varana Valley and later Panala Fort. In a pitched battle fought near Panala in 1718, Balaji Vishnath defeated and killed Thorat. However, this constant warring and conflicts took a toll on his and he passed away in April 1720 at Saswad near Pune. Balaji Vishnath was one of the most famous pains in Maratha Empire, a man who guided it during the difficult times of the civil war and more importantly began the process of the downfall of the Mughals, reducing them to a nominal power. He also laid the foundation for the Maratha administrative system as well as a tax collection system that would hold on for long till its end. The Maratha revenue collection was as significant as their activities, while we know about the legendary Palji Rao. Not much is known about his equally great father, Balaji Vishnath, who began the era of Peshma dominance, consolidated the empire amidst bitter civil conflict and dealt a blow to the Mughals.